0: Boomtron. 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 But you're never gonna move on, Netflix OGs get your groove on, we talk about it all we could be wrong, kill the better views like a damn gore again. Boomtron but you're never gonna move on, just a few guys talking about the originals, yo pick your favorite show we can put it on, we know it all so nothing's atypical.
1: Here we are, everyone, a special edition of the Boomtron podcast. We're going to call this one episode 6.5. And what we're doing today, we're giving you the top five kids shows that we enjoy thoroughly because we're home and we're doing nothing else really but watching Netflix. This segment is also sponsored by BSC Kids. I'm Diego. Got my boy, Damon. Got Amy. Hello, everyone.
0: Hello. Yeah, we're also doing this too so we can switch schedules. Let's be honest. Let's be, let's <laughs> be honest. On,
1: don't, don't give the trade secrets away so early, man. There's only episode six and a half.
0: I understand. I understand. <laughs> um, yeah, I think this will be fun. I think for everyone that's home and maybe you, know, you want to watch something with your kids or your kids are looking for something new that maybe they've missed as a Netflix original, this is kind of what we're doing. I don't think I'm people better- are going to like my number five, though. I don't know.
1: I'm very excited. I have some, uh, my number five's a little out there as well, but you know what? I like it. I enjoy it. I think we get right into it then.
0: Okay. But ladies first? You want to start first? Amy? All right.
2: Oh. Okay. So my number five is No Good Nick. Um, no Good Nick had two seasons. They call them parts instead of seasons. And not to give away any spoilers, it's about a girl who comes to live with a family after her parents pass away. And I really don't want to say too much else because anything okay. else that you say can give it away
0: now, so 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 I have some I, so this is on my list as well, right? You'll have okay. to find out where this is. What I felt like this did very, very well. First of all, I, I loved the cast, loved the cast. But I think what it did so well is it introduced a gray area character, yeah which may have been, you know, as your kids as your kids get a little bit older it it's a perfect segue into that you know gray 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 you know gray area character and that's why i think i enjoyed it so much and i felt like my daughter i think she watched it when she was nine this is a weird one because i know some people have this as teen i, I don't think it is i think that you can watch it at nine I, I felt comfortable letting her watch it at nine right um but that was the best part about it and again you know you don't want to give anything away but that as that whole hey people can be good and bad
2: right I agree with that. And, I, you know, I almost didn't put this one on my list because I had such mixed emotions while I watched it, and then I realized that's the sign of a good show, that it, it made me think. And and I agree with you about the great character. It, it my, my little one kind of watched with me. He's nine, actually. And he watched a few episodes with me, and we had a couple conversations about how good people sometimes make poor choices. And um, I feel like that... I agree with you. That great character piece really is, and the cast ridiculous. I loved the cast as well. It was nice to see uh, Melissa, Joan Hart, Melissa Joan Hart and um, Sean Astin in something,
0: yeah, outside
2: I, I... of what you might normally see. Particularly him, outside of what you might normally see them in. They did a great job, and I loved the kids in the show as well. It was just—it's it, a solid, solid show. So it's my number five.
0: Yeah, Sienna does a really good job mm-hmm. as Nick. I, I really did enjoy the cast. Um, we've all seen them in other things. I think that was nice. They played such good characters that you kind of were like, yeah, again, I felt into it pretty quickly, and I felt like I wasn't watching, like when I saw Melissa Joan Hart, I didn't think Melissa Joan Hart, right? I thought Liz, which is great. I think Absolutely. that's exactly what they were looking for with this, and I think it worked well. Definitely Absolutely. on my list as well.
2: Okay.
1: All right. Well, my number five is out there. Uh, And I'll be honest, the only reason I found this show is because of my four year old son who finds, you know, people getting or things getting tripped up or her, or, you know, a little bit fighting or just get put into silly situations. And if you ever seen Larva Island, you know what I'm talking about.
0: Oh my goodness. This was such a travesty. I, I tried to watch an episode and I couldn't even do it.
1: It's not meant for adults. 100%. No, no. It's not meant for adults. But I am, you know, easily amused. If you ever seen something like The Simpsons where they, they show like itchy and scratchy, it's kind of like that idea of like short- Not as gruesome. So not as gruesome at all. So don't think I'm showing my four-year-old itchy and scratchy. But it's just these two slugs. There's no real dialogue. And they get get themselves into situations where they're getting bit by mosquitoes or they're being chased by large other insects or animals. And it's just in those 20-minute episodes, you're getting like 10 short, like three, four-minute clips of them just being ridiculous. And my son hysterically laughs at every single episode. So it's kind of one of the first shows we watched together, and I just, I enjoy it thoroughly. And I there's did. a movie coming out this month, so it's actually kind of getting us some ground here, I think.
0: Yeah, I think the only thing for me that was difficult is that there's no talking at all, right? No episodes have talking? No. No. Well, uh, when they
1: get to Lava Island, because there's two seasons, right? Okay. And the first one's in the city, and there's pretty much no humans, there's no talking. Everything's kind of like you're just inferring what they're trying to do or say. But once they get to lava island, there's a human there that's stuck on this island with them. And he's the only one that actually talks throughout the episode or certain yeah. episodes.
0: That turns me off, but okay.
2: It's silly so, fun. It is it's definitely silly, silly fun.
0: It's the epitome
1: of brain candy. Like
2: yes, you don't absolutely. have to pay attention.
1: And there's some really good, and sometimes they use a little bit of different like pop culture. Like there's one where like the larva kind of have like the power ranger. Um, mech, mech zords or whatever they're called, and they create this big uh, machine that's battling like a sewer rat. It's, it's pretty <laughs> ridiculous, but it's funny.
0: So, so my number five is probably it got rated so poorly. I don't know why. I just love this show. My kids watched it. it. Was the the Netflix original Richie Rich? It was just fun. Like it was not something that it was just fun. I don't know how else to put it. It was just fun and it was enjoyable. I love just the character of Richie Rich in general so I think for me it was more like you know I, I was a little nostalgic about the character and then since my boys both liked it it was fun like it's Richie Rich you know, I think they did an okay job with acting um but it was fun I don't even know how else to put it. I think for number five for me that just sits as as a fun show
1: now we're talking about richie rich like the old school richie rich from like the comics kind of guy right No, this is
0: a it's a new netflix original but you know same premise same, Not same a, character though yeah same okay, character okay. Okay, okay. I, I think the the one thing maybe lacking a little bit is the amount of places that they go you know what i mean like richie rich and the comic and a cartoon aspect goes a lot more places and even the i love the richie rich christmas movie Again, it's a, it's a movie, so the budget's a lot higher. The budget's a little bit lower here, so we're not talking about a lot of different sets. That was probably right. the only downside. But it was just fun. And like I said, my boys loved it growing up. So that was my number five. All
1: right. Okay. Okay. Well, Damon,
0: you went last, so why don't
1: you give us number four first? Oh,
0: well, it's easy anyway, because it was no good Nick. That's my number four. So all we right. already talked about that. So that was actually good that I got to go next. That was my four. <laughs> all
1: right. All right. I'll go, I'll go next then. My number four is The Hollow. And Damon, oh, you're that, the one that put me onto this one. That's so ridiculous that it's number four. Like I, I have I some, <laughs> I have some good numbers with one through three. What do you want? This is this is a, my list. Yeah, no talk- yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: So number four is The Hollow, right? And you know it follows these the main characters, the three main characters, through a game. Well, through a, a, a simulation, I guess. And they are trying to figure out how to escape these games or these cons, these challenges, and I thoroughly enjoyed Season 1. Season 2 wasn't was not, as, not, was not wasn't bad, but not as good as Season 1. And I'm hoping Season 3, if there is a Season 3, is even better. But I, I liked it. Good enough for number 4.
0: I think the end of Season 1, watching it, was such a game-changer that it just couldn't be that low on my list because of that. While I, I agree that I didn't love the next season as much you know in hindsight it's not bad it's not bad at all yeah, um, i
2: watched it i i i i liked what i saw i didn't love it it wouldn't have made my list and i only watched about three or four episodes it reminded me a lot of an animated the maze runner uh that movie when i or a book, which, which is awesome I, which is awesome absolutely and i don't know if it's that i wasn't I was doing other things while I was watching The Hollow, so maybe I needed to just give it my undivided attention and I would have liked it more. I, I liked it. It's not that I didn't like it, but it didn't grab me enough to make me want to stop what I was doing to sit oh, down and watch it.
0: That's, that's so hurtful. So, my daughter absolutely loved this show. Okay. Loved it. I, I think what it does is it is, again, this is a little bit of a nice introduction show. You know, it's a thriller in, you know, kind of reality, you know, with a, with a twist. So if you're looking for those constructs from the standpoint of, you know, letting somebody see that for the first time, um, I I think it's, it's pretty cool. And I think the ending of season one is so good that it makes it a very good show. And like Diego said, I'm curious to see where number three lands, but gosh, you guys are like hurting my feelings with some of
1: these. All right. (laughs) Nothing personal. Would you introducing your number three help you feel a little bit better?
2: Well, I'd love to give my number four.
0: Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry,
1: sorry, sorry. sorry.
2: Uh, My number four is a series that Netflix created based on a movie, and it's Dragon's Rescue Riders. It is the series about um, how to train your dragons, but it doesn't have any of the same characters. So it's just the same premise without the same characters. There's two seasons to it, and... It's about these twins who can talk to dragons and they're friends with the dragons and they go around and they try to rescue other dragons that are in danger from being hunted and they go around and they help defend Huts Galore. The town is still the same. I love the dragons. The dragons and their personalities, they are hysterical. They're some of my favorite characters that I have seen in an animated show and I love the villagers as well. It's just a really, and I loved the movies so i wasn't sure i would love the series because there's no continuity in terms of characters but i think it's a great great show my nine-year-old loves it i my older kids will sit down sometimes and watch when we're watching it everybody kind of now knows the narrative because it's just an enjoyable show to watch so i this is my number four for sure
0: i've heard good things about the series but i've never actually seen the movies
2: okay
1: I'm on the All same right. boat, they I'm on the same yeah. boat. They always look very entertaining and what when, when I see the trailers, I'm like, "Oh, this looks good. This looks good," but I just haven't sat down and watched any of it. Agreed. Uh,
2: I I think you're missing out. And I will watch anything that has Vikings in it. So, that's the beginning <laughs> point for me, but um, even animated Vikings. But I this one is a definite definite number 4 for me.
1: Okay. All right. All right. Well, Amy, since I tried skipping you, you can do your number three then.
2: Thank you. You're So number three for me is also a Netflix original that's made based on a movie from a while ago, actually. And it's Spy Kids Mission Critical. I loved the Spy Kids movies. Is this this
0: animated or non-animated? Yeah,
2: it's animated. It's animated. My kids and I loved the Spy Kids movies. This is an animated series. It's two seasons. It's got Junie and Carmen Cortez again and their parents. But it really focuses just on Junie and Carmen, and they're in this school training to be spies. And it's about their adventures, fighting villains, and making friends within the school. And of course, in the school, there's their group of friends who are the good spies, and there's the villain kid spies, and then there's outside world spies. And it's a great, entertaining show. Um, I, there's nothing about this show that I didn't like. There was not a single moment in an episode where I felt like it dragged. They were always doing something new, and it was it's, it's probably one of my favorites. When the end of season two came, my nine-year-old looked at me, and he's like, can you Google if they're going to have a season three? When is season three? And he'll ask me, like, every month, hey, can you look and see if they've got a season three date yet? So this one definitely grabbed my attention. It grabbed my kids' attention. It's a great, great show. Okay.
1: All right. Dee, what do you got?
0: This was so difficult because I love my top three shows so much that it was <laughs> tough for me to put them in order. But I'm going to go with The Dragon Prince. It's it's everything I, I kind of wanted out of a fantasy animated show. It's so just incredible in terms of characters and the introduction of characters and how magic's done and... It's really, you know, like watching a Dungeons and Dragons type cartoon, but it's more serious than our nostalgic old Dungeons and Dragons cartoon that we saw. There's, you know, super awesome character after super awesome character and the magic is just so cool. I, I don't know how to explain how good it is in terms of, you know, following what you would kind of consider regular old epic fantasy it's 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 a little bit more for children than obviously a martin type book and i'm not comparing it to that level but it is epic fantasy at the end of the day and they do a great job with it and the places that they go the magic that's used the incredible weapons that happen it all is awesome but it's also got this little bit of okay there's this baby dragon we got to you know save and this you know this little kid that we're you know kind of concerned about as well So there's definitely that aspect to it also. And I think that from an animated standpoint, everything is on point. Everything looks really good. It's hard that I had to put this at three because I could have put it at one. I could have put it at two. There was just a few things that made me feel a little different. This was not a show that I had to force myself to go to bed right like the other two shows i was like oh man i need to watch no that's four episodes i gotta stop like i'm getting tired (laughs) this show was close to doing that to me but not necessarily keeping me up at night but i still enjoyed every single episode of it so that would be my number three
1: okay all right my number three is carmen san diego i heard such
0: good things about it too.
1: i love this show I love Carmen Sandiego. I've always loved Carmen Sandiego ever since I was a kid. My son loves this show, and it's just a fabulous show in every which shape, form that you want to put it. I think what I love most about this show is just the different take and different approach that they have with Carmen Sandiego, and like you get a little bit of her backstory, which either I don't remember as a kid or I don't remember ever seeing as a kid. Uh, so and I just th- go let ahead. Let me
2: ask you a question. And I, I I keep seeing the ads for it, and I don't really know anything about it. Are they trying to find Carmen? Because in the I played that game on my old 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 computer uh, years and years ago, and I loved years that. And but years. you never really knew anything about Carmen Sandiego. She wasn't like a character in the game. So in exactly,
1: the show, they, yeah. yeah. No, in the in the show, she's the main character, and you're okay. following her adventure. And that's why I said you get to learn a little bit of her backstory, like how does she end up at Vile. how does acme come into play um, so you get to learn a lot about Carmen San Diego and how she can how she got the name Carmen San Diego so oh. all of that is real like i just like even watching it i was like yo this is so freaking cool i love this because i love a good backstory i love a good is backstory. is it a
2: spy show
1: uh yeah there are capers what they call capers and she does go like try to s- steal things and but you're going to see that there's a twist to this Carmen Sandiego that you, I'm pretty sure you've never seen before. Okay. Uh, it's so cool that I was like, man, I wish I could play this game again, right? right. It turns out that Google, if you go on Google Earth on your phone, there's like a, an episode that you can play like the old school games you used to play back in the day. So that was really cool. Uh, there's two seasons and... There's an interactive movie as well, which I thought was really cool, where it's like pick your own adventure and you get to make the decisions on, is she going to go up the elevator? Is she going to rappel down the building? And, and depending on how your decision goes, it di- dictates the story, but you could also fail the mission, then you kind of have to go back and change your decision so that it goes the right way. Okay. So that's cool. That's cool, too. So yeah, Carmen San Diego, fabulous show. Love it. Definitely worth uh, a number three spot.
2: Maybe while uh, we're waiting for a third season of Spy Kids, we'll uh, watch Karma San Diego.
1: Highly recommend, highly recommend. And right. you get What's to learn that? a little bit, too. They do a little bit of like, oh, they're going to go to Brazil and they're going to check this out, famous for these things. And so it's really cool that you get to
2: do a little
1: little learning exercise as well.
2: Okay. What's your number two, Diego?
1: My number two, and Damon, I'm sorry, but my number two is Kipo and The Age of Wonder Beasts. I-,
0: I can't even imagine what he has a number one,
1: folks. <laughs> I love Kipo. I love the animation. I love the story. We've talked about Kipo in I think almost 2 episodes now of our uh, normal podcast. Uh, yeah. And it's just great. The I mean, that show the it's just every character I love, the humor in it. I love the hip hop feel of the music. Every song is great. And I know at one point we were worried that season 2 wasn't going to be as great as season 1, and it just it just blew us away. It blew me away at least. I love season it 1. Did. I loved even season two. Like I'm, I hope there's season three is even better. So I can't say enough good things about Kipo.
0: And I and I think the other thing is too is that it's totally a kid relatable show and an adult relatable show, across the board. And I think that's what's so nice about it. You get a little bit out of it, you know, being a hip hop fan. You get a little bit out of it, you know, enjoying animation. You get a little bit out of it, you know, enjoying a good story. It's all kind of there, and I think that's what makes it so strong. But as we kind of talked about the favorite, my favorite part of the show is probably the secondary characters and what sort of depth that they have and uniqueness is is beyond crazy. Right. And that, that's kind of what makes the whole show work for me. I think the actual show itself is also very good, but these characters character development is just out of the world. Plus world building is also ridiculous. (laughs) I mean, the, the, you know the places that they go in in season two—it's just—it's ridiculous in terms. And I have of to agree. Building.
1: The character—I don't think there was a character in that show where I was like, "eh, I don't like this character." Like every character was significant, played a role, was when it, they when, when they were on the mean. screen, they were good.
2: That's a good point. There's no throwaway characters. Yeah. Everybody that's introduced to you is definitely developed.
0: I agree. I agree with that one. I mean, so which it, hurts, it hurts me that it's your number two. but.
1: So we're real fortunate to have a BSC Kids interview that Damon was able to have with Bradford C. Chris. He's one of the creators of Kipo. So it is a low-quality phone recording, so keep in mind the audio might not be the best, but we do get a little behind-the-scenes information of some of the characters, so let's take a listen.
0: In regards to Benson, you know again, what we saw, you know, with the webcomic, which is, you know, floating around out there somewhere. Um, you know, where, where, when did that change happen to you? And, again, I'm not a spoiler guy, right, so I don't want to ruin anything for people that haven't watched the show, but did you already, already have in mind what you wanted to do with Benson for the show that was different from the Benson of the webcomic? Uh, I mean, we changed the age, mm-hmm. and, and uh, the look of the Design as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first note, me and Bill got. I'm not sure if this note was before you came, Bill, but it was. Uh, it, it's better if it's a group of kids because if, okay. if there's an adult there. They'll always just turn to the adult. Okay. Like to solve all the problems, and I, I was like, "Oh yeah, you're right. that's a good. That's a
1: good note." So, uh, so we aged Benson down
2: to be a fellow fellow kid. Okay. No, that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Again, thank you, Radford and Damon and BSC Kids for providing that interview. It's really cool to hear about Benson. But let's get back to our list and listen to see what we got in our number two spots.
0: My number two is the Hollow, which we already talked about. I, I, it, it is a definitely higher up on the list for me based on the season one ending, without a doubt. So that's where it sits for me. All right.
2: All right. Well, Amy, my my got? number two is is very different. Mine, and as I'm looking at my list now and talking. My number two is also based on a movie. Uh, It's Boss Baby (laughs) Back in Business. You have a theme going on here. I I guess I do. And, you know, it's interesting, too, as I'm listening to your choices and looking at my choices, we all definitely have different feelings about animation or different attractions to different kind of animation. Because I'm looking at the animated shows that I have, and they're all animated very differently than the shows that you guys have on your list. But back to Boss Baby. Boss Baby Back in Business. I like that
0: old school transformers animation style
2: right and and i i there are i enjoy that in certain shows but i think i like this newer kind of animation for some reason but three seasons of boss baby back in business it takes the premise of the movie which don't tell me that you guys have never seen the boss baby movie
1: i've seen this one i have
0: not
2: oh my god damon seriously (laughs) You yeah, My are... daughter,
0: my daughter watched them. I don't do a lot of movies. Like, so for me, I didn't do a lot of theater movies. So in turn, like it's old hat. Like if there's original movies, that's a different story. But yeah.
2: Okay. All right. Well, they take the premise of the movie, which you obviously would be lost with. And they turn it into this series. There's three seasons of it. It is, it's a show that makes me laugh out loud. Because it's, it's, I mean, it's about babies. It's about talking babies. So it's clearly stupid humor. But it's also a very smart and well-written show. The different things that they have to get into and the lessons that they learn are so, they're so subtle. So you never feel like you're being preached at because it's so subtle the way that they do it. But they go through a lot of things that kids go through. And it's just, it's a really funny, funny show. I, like I said, I laugh out loud. I watch this. This is one that I keep, like myself, I don't need my nine-year-old to ask me. I keep checking to see when another season might be coming out because this is a show that if he says, hey, you want to watch some Boss Baby? I'm like, absolutely. And I'll sit down with him and do nothing else. Just pay attention and watch the show.
1: All right. So I watched, like I said, I watched the movie and I've definitely seen the ads on Netflix to to watch it so maybe I'll give it a shot with my kids see if he likes it maybe I will go google gaga over it like you did
2: uh-huh I
1: see <laughs> what you, did there. Can you see what I did there <laughs> I did.
2: all
0: right so who who wants to give their number one first I, I will because you guys just don't have kipo placed high enough on your list i'm sorry Well, well i have my, my list that even like, have kipo. that is like so disrespectful <laughs> like i don't even know so how else to put it that's just disrespectful to kipo and netflix in general so and benson sorry. so yeah so that's my number one it just it hits everything that i kind of want in an animated show and again it it, it tweaks little things for an adult like the hip-hop portion of it like the character development like who's voicing certain characters it the world building it all just kind of fits in the place for me so that is definitely my number one that is a show that i think if my daughter was able to binge in one day she would have but i had to kind of put the brakes on it but <laughs> even for myself that was difficult to say, oh, tomorrow, like it was, she woke up first thing, like, all right, we're well, watching Kipo, let's get out of the way, let's do it. Because she wanted to see what was going on. And she would also ask a lot of different things about the show. There was a lot of things where she was like, oh, so what do you think about that? What do you think about that? There was a lot of talk coming out of that show, which also, for a kid's show, moves it up a little bit for me in terms of a family experience. I think that some of our lists may be tempered a little bit by that by what the family experience was. And while I love this show, I think that if I took it away from the whole experience that it brought, it may have changed my list a little little bit. But based on that and based on how well it did in our house and how well I enjoyed it, it was my number one.
1: Yeah, and I I definitely can connect to that idea of the kids watching it. Because even when I was watching it with my son, it wasn't something that he picked out, which was like Larva Island or anything like that. But he would be like, Papa, what are you watching? And then he would sit with me and watch it, and he would enjoy. Obviously, he likes the animation, the action sequences, which were great. It's just an overall really, really good show.
0: Really it's a great good. story too, and again, just the the little poignant places that they gave you a little bit of sadness or a little bit of thought were so well done, and you so, connected, mm, you connected
1: yeah. very well with the character, with Kipo, with her dad, with even Charlemagne. Like you connected with. Mm-hmm. All, I agree. All, all the characters. So. I agree.
0: That was it's my good number, number one. One. Good,
1: number good number one. It's a
2: good number one. It is a good number one. It just because it's not on my list doesn't mean that I didn't appreciate the show.
1: <laughs> well, Amy, then what's your number one?
2: So mine is better one... be good. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. You probably won't. I'm sure you haven't seen it. Um, but interestingly, when you Whoever just said, you know, that it's Damon, you did the family aspect of it. I'm looking yeah. at my list and my numbers four, three, two, and one are all shows that I watch with my kids. And so I agree with you. Part of that is probably the experience, which again would is really good for this podcast, right? Because clearly the kids like it too. But my number one is spirit riding free. I love anything, whether it's child or adult that's based in the country or on a ranch or a horse ranch. Um, in particular, but aside from the horses, it's, it's just this show about this girl named Lucky who moves to this town called Miradero with her father after her mother has passed away and it's out in the country and the railroad is just coming through and they, she meets friends and they, and their horses go on these adventures and there's a great adventure aspect to it. There's times where they're, you know, in peril and you're wondering what's going to happen, even though if you're an adult, you can figure out they're going to be okay. But you watch them go through these different experiences and it and it deals with things that that kids have to deal with too. Her father winds up getting remarried and how she kind of deals with that. And there's a girl in the town who isn't very nice and how they deal with that. And are we gonna go away to school? Are we gonna stay here in school? And friendships and ratty little brothers and it's just it's a great, great show. There's eight seasons of this show. And my kid That's a long weekend. Yeah, I mean, we watched every episode multiple times. We have watched the entire series a few times. We liked it that much. And wow. I just, I think it's a great, great show. And somebody had said, oh, you know, it's it's the show and it's about this girl. So it's a show for girls. It's absolutely not. There are so many different pieces that I think would touch anybody um, and grab anybody's attention. I thought it was a great great show so spirit writing free is my number one and they have spin-offs they have spirit Riding academy and they had a spirit movie and so there's you know if you finish eight seasons and you just want more they actually have some more too so spirit writing free is my number one
1: all right not bad not bad not bad all right dia you ready for an eye number one yeah i, I guess. like it all right listen you might like it because it's still under the dreamworks umbrella just like keyboard, okay. right? So my number one is Voltron Legendary Defender. I freaking love Voltron. <laughs> I love him. Okay? There there
0: is no Voltron besides the OG Voltron for me. That's the problem I have. I'm sorry. Well, you I have can a problem understand with
1: reboots and all that. So, I do, I do. Put that but this listen, this is worthy of, I, I of the I believe I tried
0: to watch it. But I did not get into it. But I'm not sure. And and since it's your number one, I, I guess I'm going to go back and revisit that because I'm a Voltron it's, fan. I'm a Voltron. O- fan. I got the Listen, OG, I got the OG Voltron itself.
1: I mean, so I got the OG and I got the one that Maddie Mattel put out a couple year one, the one that's like twelve inches long, like each one's twelve inches long. Yeah. And then you put it together, and it's like a three foot monster. Mm-hmm. Love it. But I love Voltron. I love the anime, trad- the, like traditional anime, the CGI that's also in it it's 8 seasons which so it's one of the longer i think shows that i have on the list and every season every episode had humor had action had everything that i remember like watching like when i was watching this show it felt like i was a kid again and i just loved that feeling and it's another show where my son would come love the action ask questions actually about the show like who is that what's that lion why is it blue why is it this so it's just it was great, and it was a different take on the original. So there was a little bit more characters, um, and I just, I loved it. I love Voltron. Uh, I wish it ended after he's, there's only eight hit seasons, and that's it. There's no spinoffs. There's no anything else. Um, but did they come always, to like a
0: final part of the story in eight? Yeah, seasons yeah. Or? And that's the, that's okay. the
1: other thing about it. It's like you know, when, I remember Voltron as a kid. You know, one episode, and that's it. Like there, and every episode was kind of like the same kind of formula of. Voltron defeats his monster. Okay, next episode. Voltron defeats another. This one was like a continuous story from the very first episode to the last episode in season eight. And so I just so Diego,
2: I, for the uninitiated, such as myself, what is the story? Like, what what's the story of Voltron?
1: Voltron is the five lion machine lions that defend the universe from you know Zarkon
0: um, and for, just for, try to create I, peace. Gonna, I, yeah, the I'm gonna help you out here. It's like Godzilla, but he's not Godzilla. It's like okay. Power Rangers. How about that? Yeah, it's there like, we go. It's the I original it's
2: more like Transformers, but it's not. No, no. It's the same concept in
1: terms of, no, term of because, robots, but it's, but it's transform... the original Power Ranger. That's what but he about. yeah,
0: because the the robot's not sentient in theory, right? It's right. the people in the robot. Okay. Where Transformers, it's the you know, they're sentient and So
2: you're putting somebody is getting in the robot?
0: Into yep. these robotic lions that then in their like super that. awesomeness form Voltron because he's awesome. It is awesome. And I remember I always I
1: the one thing that was a little disappointment is I remember as a kid they had like the vehicle Voltron and that was pretty dope, but there was no vehicle Voltrons in this one. So Okay. But yeah, I love Voltron, that's definitely my number one. And shout out to DreamWorks because they've done Keepo, Voltron, just the animation for those two. Awesome.
0: Yeah. I agree. I agree. So that's our list. So if you guys are looking for something new to watch with your kids, or I guess if your kids are kind of bothering you a little bit, <laughs> you need to put them onto a show. Those are the shows that we have our top five. And this is episode 6.5. So that's good. An uh, in-betweener.
1: A little in-betweener, yes. Uh, hope you guys find something that you enjoy. You know, shout us a message. If we missed something that you think should have been on our top five, let us know and we'll come check to it the out. the Facebook page. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, come yeah, to the Facebook the face page. The page. Let us know.
1: Let us know, and we'll we'll check it out. Maybe uh, we'll give you a shout out. We'll mention the show on the next full episode of the Boomtron podcast. Bye, everyone.